Good afternoon. Today is Friday, October 22nd, 2021. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopia News. And here's what's happening in the news today. Another poll, this one by the progressive think tank Data for Progress, shows Michelle Wu up with 57% support among likely voters compared to 32% by Nisa Sabi George, difference of 25 between them. And while I normally would not have remarked on this as it is becoming redundant, there was one question in the poll that caught my eye, this asking people, do you support local government, or let me rephrase, do you think local government should be spending more creating a fair and effective public safety system? Now, nowhere in that did I hear the word police, and yet the Boston Globe is taking that as evidence that the voters want more spending on police and less on social services, which I'm sorry, that is a massive stretch. In fact, I read it the exact opposite. People want a fair and effective public safety system, and the current police are nothing of the sort. The Mass and Cass Task Force, being headed by Kim Janey, is continuing to meet behind closed doors to discuss their upcoming violent and incarceratory sweep of the area, where they will use the same failed policies of mass incarceration to deal with something that even themselves are admitting is a crisis of both public health and housing. The new twist to make this even more inhumane is to set up mobile courtrooms so that, quoting directly from the Herald, people with warrants can get them disposed of there and either go to jail, go to this new mandated treatment area, or home, as the court decides. Now first, mandated treatment is jail. Second, if someone had a safe home to go to, they'd probably be there. And finally, the phrase people with warrants is meant to put in your mind that these are the violent bad ones, where in reality, every single person there can be charged with something and convicted. And most of these warrants are for living in poverty, such as trespassing. And in a great piece by Dalen Dwyer, Boston.com, interviewing actual experts on the topic, quoting a Dr. Mark Eisenberg, doing a sweep of the encampments will just criminalize and displace the people living there. Forcing people into treatment by picking them up on open warrants or sectioning them has proven to be a failure and increases the risk of overdose. This again, quoting the primary care physician at MGH, who specializes in infectious diseases and addiction. So of course, Kim Janney's administration won't be listening to him. Massachusetts health officials are preparing to immunize most of the over 500,000 children aged 5 to 11 here in Massachusetts against the COVID-19 virus as soon as federal regulators grant the emergency approval of the Pfizer vaccine. This in a piece by Mike Diem. Secretary of Health and Human Services Mary Lou Sutters told a legislative oversight panel on Thursday that the Baker administration expects approval of the vaccine for children sometime in the first week of November. And we have placed an initial order of 360,000 doses of the vaccine with the hope that shots will be made available through school-based clinics, which is absolutely the best way to do this. This is great news. I'm glad they're getting ahead of it, creating the infrastructure of how we are going to administer these vaccines. And let us hope the vaccines continue to be a great success. 
and help keep children, families, teachers, staff safe. The state Senate on Thursday passed a bill that requires all middle schoolers and high schools in Massachusetts to be taught and incorporate into the curriculum the history of genocide, as lawmakers have feared that students are increasingly lacking knowledge of events such as the Holocaust amid the rise of anti-Semitism. I think this is great. Middle school is absolutely an appropriate age, as well as, of course, high school. I hope they discuss, again, the long history of genocide, not just from the Holocaust, but here in the Western Hemisphere as well. So, great day for historians everywhere. And in some sad news, the MBTA is once again delaying the initial opening of the Green Line extension into Somerville. This time saying it is because the cramped quarters in a newly built facility for delivering electricity to the subway line is making it difficult to get enough workers inside to finish the job on time. This, I believe, now causes a ripple effect from some of the other extensions planned along the Green Line. This total project is estimated at around a $2.3 billion budget. And apparently, the MBTA will be reimbursing the cities of Somerville and Cambridge. Somerville, 30 million, Cambridge, 15. Let's hope this is the last delay and that we actually start giving the resources necessary to the MBTA to build up its infrastructure. I completely forgot to tell you all yesterday that I was going to be sleeping in this morning, so I'd probably get to this around lunchtime. But now you get some some midday news. I don't know. And I'll, I'll also try to communicate what my schedule will look like during November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, as I'm imagining I'm going to be pretty busy those three days. But with that, take care. Have a great weekend. And as always, have a great rest of your day.